Hello, welcome to An Imperfectly Perfect Life, Life Unscripted. I'm Sherry Lead, and I'm here to guide you through an adventure. One that's part life coaching, part laughter, and all about transformation. I happen to be just three days shy of my 54th birthday, and I'm in a major life transition in the midst of dissolving my 26-year marriage. I'm turning the page to a new chapter, and I'm one that I'm the author of. And here's the twist. This podcast isn't about the end. It's about beginnings, opportunities, and the joy of crafting the next chapter of our lives with a little more wisdom and a lot of heart. Every episode is a journey into the art of reinvention. We'll chat about the roller coaster of emotions, sprinkle in some practical life hacks, and share stories that'll make you laugh and think. It's like a heart-to-heart with your best friend. Whether you're navigating a divorce in your 50s like me, or perhaps in your 30s, 40s, or 60s, or just love tales of triumph and transformation, you're in the right spot. We're here to explore, learn, and above all, find joy in the unexpected. So let's open our hearts, share some laughs, and embark on this incredible journey together. Welcome to An Imperfectly Perfect Life, Life Unscripted. So as I have begun to navigate the early stages of my divorce, as a professional life coach, I've taken on the most important coaching project that I've ever had, which is myself. So what does that look like? Okay. Yes, I am literally talking to myself. But you know what? I'm using the tools that I use with my clients when I work with my clients. And when life throws curveballs, you know, after I get through the initial set of emotions, (laughs) I take a step back, or at least I try to, and I think, okay, what am I supposed to learn here? And then what am I supposed to do here? What, What am I supposed to do here to help others? And quite frankly, as I go through this this process, I'm recognizing that no matter what your means are, divorce is very stressful financially. And so hiring a life coach for a lot of people who are going through this really isn't in the cards, right? They're dealing with so much. You're dealing with so much. And so this is my way, as I'm my own client, This is my way of giving back, of sharing my own self-coaching journey with you. So hopefully some of the tools that I'm using in real time will also resonate with you as we all get to, you know, if we're going through a transition, as we all get to our new normal. And this week, I've been reminding myself of the powerful mantra, you see what you are looking for. So in the face of you know something like a divorce, it's really, really easy to focus on the losses. And I think that's why divorce can get ugly because our survival instincts go into hyperdrive. And it's really easy to see the losses because you know the losses are in your in your face. You know, I get it. It could be something big like moving, selling your home, uh, changing, changing jobs, even. Or just simply changing your identity, changing what your dreams of, you know, what you thought your dreams were for the future. And so when you focus on those losses, though, that's all you can see. What if we shift our perspective to shift it to something 
and change what we're looking for? What if we start seeing the openings, the opportunities, and the spaces where new light can come in? So for those of you who know me or been following my work for this past year, you know that I've been on this, or this past year I was on this amazing adventure, a project I created where I traveled to all 50 states for the purpose of sharing a meal with a stranger or a woman that I may have met at some point in the last 35 years, but I've had little to no contact with. And if you aren't familiar with this project, it's on all my social media, it's hashtag 50 states project. But the point of this, the reason I'm sharing this is because while my goal was to sit down with 50 strangers, as I'm in the process right now of writing about my journey, I'm realizing I actually sat with 50 teachers and the stories that they shared about their lives and the messages they gave me have really resonated with me at this point and this time of my life. And one such enlightening encounter that I've been thinking about this past week was by Megan. Uh, She lives in Virginia. She's this incredibly talented makeup artist. She's of European descent and she married a man, took on his uh, his last name, which happens to be of Japanese origin. It's clearly, uh, it's clearly a Japanese last name. And because of the, the her last name now, she's had some very, very funny encounters. As a makeup artist, she realized that she started attracting, just based on the name, Asian clients, women who wanted their makeup done by makeup artists who they assumed knew uh, how to put makeup on Asian features because they believe that Megan must be Asian with her last name. Well, I can personally attest that Megan does know how to create amazing, amazing makeup looks on Asian features because she's done my makeup. But it's not because she's Asian, because she's not. It's because she's a great and talented makeup artist. But here's the funny part. So these new clients would come in and they'd look at her. They wouldn't say anything. They'd look at her for a while. And, you know, makeup takes usually at least an hour to do. So they're sitting there for a little while. And all of a sudden they'll say something like, yes, I can see it. Meaning that while searching her European featured face, they are, they're saying they can see the Asian traits. Well, (laughs) they aren't there actually, but they are seeing what they're looking for. Isn't that funny? I mean, that's what Megan said, you know, people see what they're looking for. And I think her story is a poignant reminder especially when navigating through the turbulent waters of divorce, if we focus on the losses, that's all we'll see. And that, you know why that's tragic? Because then you miss the opportunities. It blocks you from seeing all the amazing opportunities that are, are just steps away. And, you know, I, I've been using this even in my daily life. It, and it's, it's, it's things that really, when I'm able to, to use this idea, this mantra, these things that I could really blow up, you know, as, as, as something terrible and hard. And, oh, my goodness, I can't believe I have to do this now, uh, become joyful. An example is walking my dogs. I have two big labs. And if you know labs, when they're younger, they're very active. And while 
I, you know, went through classes with them when they were puppies, maybe a couple, a couple of classes and learned to leash walk them. We weren't diligent about leash training. We didn't have to be, they had been in, they had been in a daycare with a bus that picked them up. And um, actually the younger one got kicked off the bus, but that's a different, that's a story for a different time. So to give them exercise now, uh, they need to be walked or, or ball, you know, evolved toys thrown to them. Um, but the big deal for me is realizing that now there'll be times where I have to handle these dogs by myself, these two 70 pound active dogs on leashes. And it's dangerous right now for me to handle them by myself, taking them from a car, maybe just to a vet appointment. So I need to leash train them. And it's Seattle, it's cold, it's rainy. It's taking me an hour a day to leash train because I have to leash train them separately at this point. And Something that it sounds simple now as I talk about that, but you know, that's an extra hour in my day and I have to go outside in the cold and I could be very grumpy about it. I could be mad. I could be resentful. All these different things, really easy to do. Instead, I decided to look for the joy in it. The idea that, wow, now I have this opportunity to be outside every day that I wouldn't have taken time to do before. Now I have time to spend this extra time with these crazy dogs and really bond with them like probably a dog owner should. And so just changing that perspective changes the way I feel about the morning. And I've actually noticed I'm excited and I'm having fun taking them out and it doesn't feel like work. A better example, perhaps, or maybe one that's more relatable, especially if you don't have dogs or have, have had to try to at least train big dogs, uh, is going to a job that you don't like. We've all had jobs that haven't completely fit us. Imagine employee A and employee B going to the same job, both of them disliking the job, maybe disliking their boss, their coworkers, the tasks, whatever it is, it's not a good fit. Employee A goes to the job every day. Get from the time employee A gets out of bed, they're grumpy. They can't believe they have to do this. They get in their car. They 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 don't feel good about the drive. Of course, traffic's terrible. They get to work. Everything that they expected bad to happen that day is happening. The boss is grumpy. They their coworkers aren't pulling their weight. They're doing a task that's below them. End of day, end of their eight hours there, they drive back home, traffic's bad again, they get home, and it's been a terrible day. And they're repeating that over and over and over again, but they need that paycheck. And then you have employee B, same job, same eight hours, but decides, hey, I know this job's not for me. So this, whatever this is, this is going to be temporary, but I'm here, so I'm going to make the best of it. I'm going to go to work and look for opportunities. I'm going to get in my car and I'm going to listen to a podcast that I really like, something about or music that I really like. And when I get to work, I'm going to see what connections I can make. I'm going to check out, you know, who do I like to work with? Is there anything in my job that I can change myself or is there anything I can learn or do something extra so I have these tasks that I can put into my resume? What's, you know, what do I not like about the way my boss is managing? What can I learn from that? Because I know I'm going to be a manager someday and I want to be a better manager than what is being shown to me. At the end of the day, that person gets back in their car, they turn on their music again or that podcast or the book that they're finishing up and drive back home. 
Both persons did the same job that they both aren't really happy with, same hours, but who do you think feels better at the end of the day? Obviously, employee B. Because what employee A is doing, that's a lot of catabolic energy. It's breaking down their system. They can't see anything more because they have so much anger, so much rage, so much frustration. They cannot see the opportunity. Employee B, however, they've created anabolic energy. They've created energy that's helping them grow. They are looking for opportunities. They're seeing opportunities. And the great thing about looking for opportunities and looking for where the openings are and what you can learn is as you practice it, it starts to become a lot more natural. And, you know, this is about changing our lens, transforming our daily tasks into moments of joy and health. By altering our mindset, we shift from a state of loss to state of gain. How exciting is that, right? From catabolic to anabolic energy, actually nourishing our bodies and souls, even during a difficult time. So this week, do me a favor and experiment with this concept. When you feel that feeling of overwhelm, being overwhelmed and stress or loss, right? Step back for a moment, detach from your divorce or your situation that you're in Just step back for a moment and look at your situation through the eyes of your most compassionate friend. What opportunities do you have? What opportunities are hidden in plain sight? You know, I think about, I've said this before, one of my, my favorite quotes in the form of a question is, if today were the last day of your life, would you be doing or feeling what you're feeling or doing now? And at the end of the day, No one on their deathbed wishes that they got to keep the house or they got to keep the pots and pans or they got to keep stuff, right? Or they acquired more things. No, if anything, they wish they spent their time in happiness, that they built better relationships and they recognize that it's the simple joys that bring them true happiness. I know when I'm stressed and I'm going through like maybe Instagram, looking at reels, things that make me laugh. I'm looking at things like animal videos, uh, people dancing and, you know, I probably shouldn't say this, but maybe like people falling. I don't know. But I'm looking at simple things, you know, that, and they really bring happiness. I'm not looking at the, the pictures of million dollar homes or anything like that. Right. Just looking at the simple joys and that it really is what brings happiness. So If you're still having trouble thinking, oh my gosh, how can I think of opportunities here? This is such a horrible time in my life. It's all lost. I'm I'm just putting out fires left and right. How about this? Don't overlook the shower effect. And what I'm talking about, I'm actually talking about being in the shower and thinking about all the opportunities that are in front of you. It truly is the place where at least I seem to be the best, the best opportunity dreamer. It's something about the sound of water that shuts everything out, that that serene space where ideas flow as freely as the water. Um, it's a blend. It just feels like a blend of relaxation, dopamine release, a break from the daily stress. And it's just a magical place for the wandering mind. So as we close today's episode, Remember that this is about opportunity for reinvention and rediscovery. Okay, every day has this opportunity in it if we just look for it. 
and this is hard. I'm not sugarcoating anything, but I'm here offering tools that I am finding helpful in real life. And these tools are so helpful for me. I can't hold them. I can't just hold them for myself. I really feel the need to share these because I want you to also find joy during this time of major life transition. Remember that you see what you're looking for. Have a good week. Oh,